Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler-Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA's Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles podcast. Carly Kistler-Miller has joined me today, and we are going to talk about EEOC COVID-19 FAQs that you may want to know about for your shop. Carly, as you know, one of the themes that I see in our work together here at PMPA is that nothing is constant. Change is always happening. And since the COVID-19 crisis, that change has been accelerated incredibly. The only thing constant is change comes to mind. Well, Carly, I was thinking more Roseanne, Roseanne Hadana. You know, it's always something. <laughs> well, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> uh, what we do see in a lot of our private messages from member shops are concerns about ADA accommodation, questions about age due to the fact that COVID-19 fatality rates are higher for the older demographics. So what did the latest EEOC guidance bring us for our shops? The Franklin Partnership, our communications firm in Washington, D.C., got us the latest EEOC updates yesterday, Thursday, June 11th. We've picked out the top three that are of concern to our shops based on what I see in private queries in my email. So Carly, why don't you help our listeners understand if an employee is entitled to an accommodation under the ADA in order to avoid exposing a family member who may be at higher risk of severe illness from COVID-19 due to an underlying medical condition. Okay, so is an employee entitled to accommodation under the ADA in order to avoid exposing a family member who is at higher risk of severe illness from COVID-19 due to an underlying medical condition? No. Although the ADA prohibits discrimination based on association with an individual with a disability, that protection is limited to disparate treatment or harassment. The ADA does not require that an employer accommodate an employee without a disability based on the disability-related needs of a family member or other person with whom she or he is associated. For example, an employee without a disability is not entitled under the ADA to telework as an accommodation in order to protect a family member with a disability from potential COVID-19 exposure. Of course, an employer is free to provide such flexibilities if it chooses to do so. An employer choosing to offer additional flexibilities beyond what the law requires should be careful not to engage in disparate treatment on a protected EEO basis. So let me, let me get this straight. An employer may offer an accommodation, but under EEOC, it is not mandatory for them to make an accommodation for an employee without a disability based on the disability-related needs of a family member or other person with whom they are associated. You got it. You want to take the next one? Sure. This is an older question, but it, it is still relevant today. The question reads, may an employer postpone the start date or withdraw a job offer 
because the individual is 65 years old or pregnant, both of which place them at higher risk from COVID-19. I'm kind of surprised they didn't say 65 years old and pregnant, but that's probably another question. <laughs> Miles, you can think about that one later. I'll, I'll do that. So the answer to the original question is no. The fact that the CDC has identified those who are 65 or older or pregnant women as being at greater risk does not justify an employer unilaterally postponing the start date or withdrawing a job offer. However, an employer may choose to allow telework or to discuss with these individuals if they would like to postpone the start date. So the greater risk does not justify unilaterally, is that the key word? Unilaterally postponing the start date or withdrawing the offer. That's exactly what this guidance says. Of course, the employer and the candidate may jointly make such a decision, but it may not be done solely by the employer, as we just shared. All right, that one was easy. Do you want to tackle this last one about the difference between ADA and ADEA? I'm not sure many of our shops are aware of ADEA and how it can apply to them. Yes, this one was unexpected, but necessary. The question is, the CDC has explained that individuals age 65 and over are at higher risk for a severe case of COVID-19 if they contract the virus and therefore has encouraged employers to offer maximum flexibilities to this group. Do employees age 65 and over have protections under the federal employment discrimination laws? This is a good question. It goes to the heart of what it means to be an American. How do we balance protection from hazards with fairness and justice for our employees? when we know, just by the science, that some groups will be impacted more than others. How indeed? The Age Discrimination in Employment Act, the ADEA, prohibits employment discrimination against individuals age 40 and older. The ADEA would prohibit a covered employer from involuntarily excluding an individual from the workplace based on their being 65 or older, even if the employer acted for benevolent reasons, such as protecting the employee from the higher risk of severe illness due to COVID-19. Unlike the ADA, the ADEA does not include a right to reasonable accommodation for older workers due to age. However, employers are free to provide flexibility to workers age 65 and older. The ADEA does not prohibit this, even if it results in younger workers ages 40 to 64 being treated less favorably based on age in comparison. Workers age 65 and older also may have medical conditions that bring them under the protection of the ADA as individuals with disabilities. As such, they may request reasonable accommodation for their disability as opposed to their age. 
so employers may with consent of the employee offer flexibilities but cannot just impose them unilaterally is that what you said oh and by the way you said even if it impacts another group differently it can be permitted under ADEA Yes. Aren't you about tired of all these alphabet soup <laughs> I really, really am, yes. The answer, Carly, is yes. Employers are free to provide flexibility to workers age 65 and older. The ADEA does not prohibit this, even if it results in younger workers being treated less favorably based on age in comparison. Well, now I understand why PMPA members rely on us for this kind of information. How would they have found out that these FAQs were updated? How would they know to check? And I'm still wondering why I've never heard of ADEA. Carly, this is why our partners like the Franklin Partnership in Washington, D.C., and our legal team at Fisher Phillips are a valuable part of our PMPA deliverables. We do this fact-finding to help our members adapt and thrive while they do the important work of making the parts that make a difference. Miles, that's exactly why we say at PMPA that we are better, better together. together. And that wraps up today's discussion about the new EEOC FAQs. Thank you for joining us. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org. Yes, thank you for joining us. Please rate and review the podcast, and if you want to make your life a little easier, you can subscribe to our podcast so you never miss one. Speaking of making your life easier, if you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, be sure to check out pmpa.org to see all we have to offer. Why, again, is PMPA membership important, Carly? Because we are better, better together. together. Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles.